I think the best one we could talk about is K-State last year. I mean, <laughs> foul. Every single game. <laughs> now I'm getting targeted. Dad used to tell me all the time. He used to tell me all the time. Son, don't worry about the mules. Just load the wagon. What's up, guys? Welcome to Rock Chalk Unplugged with Chris Tier. And today, my guest, walk-on star, passing the torch to him right now, coming in, hitting threes at the end of the game, Michael Jankovic. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. Pleasure to be here, Chris. Hey, appreciate that. All right, let's just jump right into things. Jank, you come from a long line of basketball. Your dad obviously coached the SMU, a bunch of different places, coached with Coach Self for a while. What was, what was it like having a basketball coach as a dad? Honestly, it was kind of weird. So, I mean, there was kind of two sides to our relationship. You know, I mean, obviously he's my father. And so he's, I mean, he's always going to be there for me. But at the end of the day, you know, I played basketball my whole life too. So, I mean, he would jump me a couple of times. I remember some car rides back from some tournaments, you know, not always the most pleasant things. But, I mean, I think, you know, in the long run, it was good for me. And, you know, being where I am today, I think that's, you know, that he's one of the main reasons that I, I'm here, so. Yeah, and I'm sure, I mean, my dad was a basketball player growing up, coached my teams when I was younger, and we had some brutal car rides. Absolutely, um, car rides are not <laughs> always fun to look forward to. You know, hopefully sometimes it was mom taking me home after the, some of the games, so. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a little 11-year-old self, but one for five in the game with two points, and you're just like dreading the car ride Oh, home. we've been there, yeah. Just praying to God I can get some food on the way home Yeah, or after, after your dad just loses a heartbreak or two, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even take that into account, you know. I mean, he had his own stuff going on, too, so he probably let some of that go on me after some of my games, but. Yeah, he had to keep his he had to keep his guys at his university happy. He didn't care about you. Like exactly, you, you couldn't yeah. transfer. I know. Leave. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> he was so. the one putting the food on the table. I, w- I was stuck. But so talk about how you got to Kansas. Obviously, you, your dad, and Coach Self had a relationship for a long time. Jankovic was on uh, was on the staff in 0- 07 or like- yeah. So we moved here. We moved to Lawrence in 2003. Okay. And so I kind of grew up here in preschool and elementary school here. And so, I mean, I've known Coach Self pretty much my whole life. And so we moved in 2007, right before the national championship, yeah. unfortunately. But, I mean, we ran it back when I got here. So can't <laughs> complain too much. But, uh, yeah, so we moved after that and, you know, went through high school. I mean, got recruited a little bit to some smaller D1s. But, you know, just didn't really want to end up doing that. And so I took my prep year. Uh, in Massachusetts. And so, you know, I'm coming down to the wire. This is May before I got to decide <laughs> where I'm going. And Coach Self hits me up and he's like, hey, we got a spot open for you. Do you want to come? And I'm like, I mean, that's a pretty tough offer to pass up yeah. on. You know. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, that's know. the same so, situation I was in. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, thought about it for maybe... 10 minutes and I was like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, why not? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, decided to come to Lawrence and haven't looked back since. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's, I had a little bit more, I had did it a little bit earlier than you did, but yeah, I got that call in like October and he was like, Hey, just think about it for a second. I was like, yeah, I'd probably thought about it for a full 10 minutes before being like, I don't care. It would have, it would have taken an NBA contract to pass up. I know, and I mean, I remember, you know, too, I mean, coming to the games as a little kid, like, that's all you can think of. It's like, wow, I want to be on that court, like, be a part of something special. And so it's really hard to pass up on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And it's something that people don't know about, too, is that my brother Connor was recruited here 
by your dad. Yes. He uh, he obviously liked slow white guys. Yeah. <laughs> I could shoot the ball. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he bred one, so I mean. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to this year's team. Obviously, a lot of people talk about last year. We won the national championship and expectations are high. People think that there's going to be a national championship hangover. I don't feel like that's the mood seeing the games that we've played. Obviously, we've had a couple tough matchups and stuff like that. It's early in the season. What do you think, like, the morale and, like, kind of the thoughts around the team? Like, there isn't a hangover from the national championship, is there? No, not at all. I mean, we still have a couple of key pieces from that team, you know, especially Jalen and Dewan, them being probably the main two. But, I mean, and we've just tried to – the returners especially have kind of tried to – you know, just get the new guys on board and kind of get them to understand, you know, how to win. And, I mean, we also have guys that are stepping up this year that maybe didn't have as big of a role last year. Like, I mean, Joe, Zach, you think Bobby, like all those guys. And so, like, we're just kind of trying to get everyone integrated. And it's still so early. So, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, we're going to go through some growing pains this year. We know that. We did last year, too. Oh, so, yeah, a yeah, couple growing pains. But, you know, we're just kind of trying to get everybody on board, and we really believe that we have a chance to run it back. Oh, yeah, for sure. And your guys' guard play has been great this year. Um, Ocha, I mean, Jay Will's taking that approach like Ochai did last year. He Absolutely. Was a, Jay Will Absolutely. was a great player last year for sure, but there's a step he's taken. What have you noticed in his game? Because, like, when we watched Ochai lot, like, we played with him your first two years, and then last year he came in. And it was just a whole different beast of the way he worked, the way like he walked into the gym. What are some different things you've noticed with him that's created so much success? Absolutely. I think Ochai really set the tone for Jalen. I mean, you think about the gap that Ochai took uh, from the previous year to last year. I mean, it was it was unbelievable just the way he approached things, his work ethic, you know, his leadership. Um, and I think Jay Will has become that for us this year. And, you know, I mean, he's off to a great start. And, I mean... He's obviously got the same dreams and aspirations, and so I mean, I think he's on the right track. Yeah, and Kansas, you've been around. You've been around Kansas for so long. That is kind of how it works. Like you have guys like Frank Mason who come back, and then you have a guy who's like kind of underneath him, like Devonte Graham. And Devonte sees what Frank does and what how much everyone right. loved him. Right. Then he comes back. I think that Ochai doing this doing what he did last year and coming back helped Jay Will. And I think that Jay Will doing this will help another guy come back. And this that's the kind of stuff that absolutely, stepping absolutely. stones throughout Kansas. Yeah, because if you look at it too, I mean, there's there's been some one and dones, like, you know that. But, I mean, you know, most of the guys that have had success have been here for, you know, a few years. And so they've kind of grown into, you know, and bought into the Kansas culture and, you know, came in and improved. And so, I mean, I think it's great. And I think it's great to see Jay Will doing the same thing. Yeah, for sure. So let's go. Let's talk about the Bahamas. Obviously not the outcome you guys wanted. Right. Um, I went to Maui one year. That was a crazy experience. I saw the Snapchat stories and all the stuff from the Bahamas. <laughs> what like what, can, what would you describe that trip as? You know, those trips are always just so interesting because, I mean, the environment as a whole, like it, it doesn't feel like college basketball. You know, you're, we were walking through the hotel on the way to the game. Like you have to walk through the <laughs> lobby in the casino. And so it's like, it's very different environment than coming and playing here, just playing a regular away game. And so, I mean, and you're on the beach too. It's 80 degrees and you want to be outside and on the beach and whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's a business trip. And so, you know, you don't get that much time, yeah. especially while we're playing games to go out and do stuff. But uh, you just got to take it serious. And then, I mean, obviously after, you know, 
if we would have won, especially, we would have had had a fun time. Had a but, good old time. Yeah. But we actually ended up getting stranded there. Our, we had some flight difficulties, so we stayed there another night and got to hang out. And so, I mean, we had a good time that night. And the flight di- the flight difficulties never, ever happen at Kansas. Oh, you never, never. You never, never get stranded. You never have plane issues. No. I didn't even know there were plane issues till I got to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of issues we've had has been unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about it with Mitch. I've talked about it with Jay Will. You were on the flight, too. I mean, the engine goes. Like, I never didn't enjoy flying until... Not at all. Flight cancellations. <laughs> I mean... Staying extra nights in New York, Motel 6, I mean. Oh, I forgot about the Motel 6. Oh, <laughs> we, my God. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually Motel 6, but it was it, it was bar- borderline. It had barbed wire. Borderline around the, Motel it had barbed 6. Wire, yeah. Barbed wire around the fence <laughs> on the outside of the hotel in, like, the middle of Brooklyn. You're just like, all right, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, but we made it out, so we're all right. Yeah, and I'm sure you could pick a lot worse places to stay in than yeah, the, the Bahamas. Bahamas. It was hard to complain about staying in the Bahamas an extra night, you know. Yeah, but after a hard loss, always. So in the Bahamas, you guys, do you guys play in a hotel lobby or like not a lot, like a ballroom? Yeah, so it was it was kind of a weird setup. So we were staying in one hotel, and it was like, I think it's all kind of one resort, and so it's like a ten minute walk, but it's all indoors. Like you go through the casino and like through convention centers and everything, and like it's a pretty nice setup though. I saw some. Other tournaments that didn't have anything quite like what we had, yeah. but um, you know, it's just kind of weird. You know, you're walking through, you're seeing people gambling on the tables and stuff, and you're trying to lock in and get ready for a game. And but it was a good setup, and we had a lot of fans that traveled with us, so that was pretty cool. We had a decent environment in there, and you know, some of the other teams did as well. So it was kind of yeah. like one of those, like a conference tournament or NCAA tournament environment. You know, you got both sides in there, but. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I love the Thanksgiving tournaments, getting to travel. Yeah, those are always great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And that means, so we'll talk about the games now, not just the setup. Obviously, Bahamas is dope. Didn't, didn't end up the way you guys wanted to, but that Wisconsin game and the Tennessee game, those are two games that you play these, you play these Thanksgiving tournaments to prepare you for those little four-day four trips in the NCAA tournament and conference tournaments. Right. That Wisconsin game was a gritty it was a March win, to be very honest with you. Absolutely. I mean, what was the score? Absolutely. Like 56 to 55 or something Absolutely. like that? It was low scoring. But, um, you know, and those are the games that we love to win. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've been around it. And so, you know, we played good in the first half and then came out second half. Wisconsin, you know, they made a run. And so at that point, you know, around the 12-minute mark, we knew it was going to be a game. And so... You know, we always talk about last four minutes and the players have to make plays. And so obviously Bobby made a huge one. Huge play. Huge play at the end of the game to win it for us. And so that was probably one of the craziest endings that I've been around since I've been at KU. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And to do it in the Bahamas to get to the championship was pretty special. Yeah, and those last, I mean, Wisconsin, the way we match up against Wisconsin is awful compared the way we played it like this year. You guys are all up and down. You guys want to get out and transition, push it, run teams out of the gym. And Wisconsin is one of those teams where it's like, we won't even send anybody to the offensive glass. We're going to get six people yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make their own yeah. bench back. Let's stop them and make them use every ounce of the shot clock. They're just going to pretty much just be like, all right, let's control the pace of the game. Yeah, and they do the same thing offensively. So oh it's just God. like you got to sit down and guard for 30 seconds because they're comfortable shooting the ball with three seconds left on the shot clock. So... You know, yeah. it was not our style of play, but it was great to get one of those wins because you're going to see that in March. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I, 
my personal opinion, I hate watching Big Ten anything because their football Absolute. teams play it's all like the that. same. Oh it's my all God. the same. They just play that little like, all right, let's just see how long we can get. See how ugly we can make the game. <laughs> yeah, how boring yeah. can we get before the other team just yeah. find like, okay, I just you guys have it. I mean, Wisconsin football is the same way. Yeah. Iowa football, it's literally like watching paint dry. I know, it's hard to watch. Yeah. But at least that game had an exciting end to it. Yeah, the last five minutes of that game, I mean, I was sitting there. I'm Crazy. obviously at my grandparents' house. Like, this is my first year not doing it. I'm at my grandparents' house about to get ready to eat Thanksgiving food or whatever, just watching us, like, not hand the game away, but, like, I know. just sit it there. It was slipping away oh, for sure, but, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was hot. And then uh, you guys play Tennessee, and Tennessee is another very tough matchup. Our our big play hasn't been great this year, and they play two bigs. I mean, really, three. I yeah. think they're three mans, like six, seven. Yeah, they had a lot of size. And they run this. They run that little Rick Barnes offense. If you guys have been watching Kansas basketball forever, you know, at Texas, they just run those little, like, down screen dribble handoffs, curl around the post, like stuff like that. And that that was just a bad matchup for us. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, I mean, especially our starters, like they played a lot of minutes that weekend. And so I think, you know, fatigue might have set in a little bit. But, I mean, you know, we never use that as an excuse. But, I mean, they had a lot of size and they guarded pretty well. I mean, that game was pretty ugly too, God, especially for us on offense. But, I mean, it's good for us to have those kind of games because – at, towards the end of the year, we're going to have those also, especially in Big 12. I mean, we're going to have some of those games on the road and we're going to have to grind one out. And so I think it was good for everyone to at least see like kind of what those games are about. And yeah. so we can kind of prepare for those a little bit more. Yeah, and I think I'm looking at it. It's like they have a team. They have an odd team. Like they have a very large lineup. They remind me a lot of the USC team we lost to in 2020. Yeah. The COVID year. And um that was some, that's an experience we didn't have that year. So when we ran into USC, it was just like running into a, a like a buzzsaw. Right. So that's probably a good experience to have playing against those guys where they play just pretty much. Yeah, we're gonna stick a six nine guy at the top of the key against your four man, and then we're just gonna shoot whatever and just have him just yeah rent to the yeah. basket. Uh huh. And I mean defensively too, they were good. They have a lot of length, a lot of size, and you know I mean they guard the whole shot clock, and so. I think we had trouble scoring against them. We shots didn't fall, obviously, but you know yeah. that's part of it. Even when that happens, you still got to find a way to win. And so I think that was good for us to have that early in the season, you know, before Big Twelve play starts, so we yeah. can figure that out. And Co I mean, I'm I know Coach Self loved that. You guys are still in the part of the yeah. season until <clears throat> until really about January. This is when you're practicing three hours a day, and Coach is really yeah. <laughs> getting on you guys. Like those games to him, like they matter. He wants to win those tournaments. There's no doubt. He likes to win every single game. If he could go undefeated, he could. But that was a great teaching point. I felt like for him because I mean the way we've played since then has improved a ton. Absolutely. I mean we came out against Texas Southern. I think that was like the day after we got back because after yeah. our flight got canceled, so we had to stay there an extra night. And so I think we played that Monday, and I mean, we came out and whatever, we took we took care of business, and then, you know, against Eaton Hall, we took care of business again, and so, you know, we're really prepping up for Mizzou this week, ready to go for that one. Yeah, and that, that, uh, that's a matchup, I mean, obviously, the Mizzou-Kansas rivalry is absolutely unreal, and the football, stuff happening with the football team right now may add a little bit more to it. You have, obviously... Their head coach kind of throwing shots at us in interviews. There's rumors going around they didn't want to play us in football. Uh, how much, I mean, don't give me any bulletin board material here, but how much is that kind of like resonating with you guys being like, all right, we got to go in there and really 
you want to win that game, but you really want to take care of business. What like what's the kind of demeanor and stuff in the locker room about that? Absolutely. I think it was kind of similar last year. I mean, last year we knew because it was the first game in however many years yeah. that we played them. And so, you know, we were kind of itching for that game. Like we had that game circled on our calendar oh, yeah. for sure. And so, you know, we've we kind of started talking about it a little bit, but I mean, we had about 10 days off between our last game and that game. So we, we haven't been preparing for it the entire time, but you know, as it starts to inch closer and closer, we're definitely, we're definitely marking that on our calendar. And so, you know, especially with Dewan, him being from Columbia. Yeah. yeah. Had to add that in there. Him being from Columbia. I mean, we know he's going to be motivated, especially this week and everybody ready. And so, you know, we want to go in there and take care of business for sure. Yeah. And that will be, I, I went to the last Kansas-Mizzou game at Mizzou, the last one that was played. Um, and that, that's a tough environment to play in. I mean, obviously, it's a rivalry game, so, like, everyone's yeah. it's going to be tough regardless. But that place gets rocking. You got the antlers in there screaming stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's usually it's really out of pocket a lot of the time. Like, they did the – I was there. They did the no mom Tom thing when Thomas <laughs> Robinson's mom died, which is just Sheesh. like – I just remember sitting there. I'm, like, 10 years old. just that's, being like, God, these guys are – terrible yeah no because i remember even when my dad was coaching here and like we would have games over there they wouldn't let me go oh you know just as a kid they would not let me go to those games just because of how bad it was yeah yeah and so and you get I mean, you we're definitely away. excited to go yeah. over there and you got away with a lot more stuff back then like yeah. now like you have so much social media like if they did the no mom tom thing like they would whole university make it canceled yeah for that. it was gonna be bad so but, it'll, it'll be a little bit more late yeah back. so i think this will be actually be my first time going there I don't even know if I've ever been to Columbia. So going yeah. over there and playing there in that environment is going to be awesome. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun matchup. But that's obviously one that uh, I remember seeing us schedule it. And we were supposed to play in the sprint center the first year. Right. Obviously didn't happen. But I really, really wanted to go to Mizzou. Yeah, that is, that's yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't even think the sprint center would have done it justice, honestly. So oh, no. it's got it's got to be either here or there for it to be fun. Like yeah. it's gonna be. You I mean you love the 50-50 crowds? Like when you play, you guys played Wisconsin. They had a great fan base there. Right. Bahamas and like when you played Maui against Dayton, they had a great fan base. But the fifty fifty is not as fun as like just being all one hole and like. Right. This one's this one's a little bit more personal. So I think we got to yeah. have it one way or another. And and that and if you win those games. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, everyone asks you, like, what are your favorite? Like, what are your favorite games when you love winning those close games at home? It's like, no. You love no. going on the road and literally having like your little maybe 20 parents there, and then the whole arena is just sitting there hating you. Yeah. And you walk out with the win, and as you're walking out, everyone's yelling at you, just defeated. You're just like, I think the best one we could talk about is K-State last year. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think that was the one of the craziest games ever. I mean, we had a lot of good ones last year, yeah. but I think that one went a little bit more, especially with Coach Self's dad. Yeah. And you know, I mean, they were up what at halftime? I mean, they were what, what were we what were we down? 16? It was like fifteen or yeah, fifteen or sixteen. Something I was going like to say that. eighteen, but that was North Carolina. Either way, we come back from a lot of things. A lot last of them, year. and we're walking back in the locker room, and we're just like, oh my gosh! And you know, everyone's. All the football all the team. State, yeah, the football team's in the tunnel. You know, they're saying whatever. And so, you know, coming out of there with a win, I think that was that was definitely one of the highlights of last year for and, me. And we were disrespectful leaving there. Like, oh, absolutely. As we should have been, though. <laughs> yeah. As we should have been, I though. mean, the football team's sitting there, like, like, flipping us off and all this other stuff. And, I mean, 
Yeah, I had a, I had a friend on the football team, yeah. one of my lifelong friends. I text him after the game, be like, "Hey, we appreciated that. Yeah, like we really loved that." And then we got the freedom. I mean, I was waving goodbye at yeah. everybody. <laughs> I didn't play, so that was me neither. So <laughs> yeah. I can do whatever. That was, that was an awesome game, though. And so you know, I kind of hope we're going into this Saturday, you know, with the same mindset of like, you know, we need to take care of business there. And I mean, you know, tensions are going to get high for sure while we're in there. So yeah. If we can come out of there with a win, you know, I think, I think we'll have a lot of fun after that. Oh one. yeah, and I forgot. I mean, I forget that Juan's from there too, and he. Uh, I don't know if he got recruited or not by them, but you guys are gonna have a chipper on your shoulder. For Absolutely, that one. that one's gonna Absolutely. be a good one. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So last year, obviously, I was me and you were both the end of the end of the bench guys coming <laughs> at the very end throw up a shot i mean you know how that feels absolutely this year you're you're hitting you're hitting at a pretty good clip yeah i think two for three maybe yeah. two for three i mean hey all you gotta say is i'm shooting 67 yeah, that's yeah, that sounds a lot better you don't have to say anything about how many you made <laughs> probably leading the team in percentage at least oh easily you may lead the country in percentage <laughs> there's probably someone out there who shot one and made one yeah but, but yeah you're up there i'm a volume guy so i mean no no not a volume guy not a volume guy <laughs> But what, like, so I know I got in the games and I always like, they want you to shoot the ball. Everyone wants you to shoot the ball. But you I mean, you've been sitting down for two hours yeah. and it's not warm in there, especially if you're playing an hour. No. They open yeah. those doors with like the those last doors four. right by the tunnel. You know, you can feel the cold, especially, you know, in late November, December, you're like, oh my gosh, and, can I get a jacket in here? And or they something? open them right when you're about to go <laughs> in. So you're like trying to get there, get warm and like get ready. And then you're like, oh God, like, I'm freezing. You're like, can I get a blanket or something? <laughs> your hands are, your hands are sweaty, but cold at the same time. <laughs> so like, I remember I would get in and I'd like, kind of run to the sideline. I always loved being on defense first because then you kind of got like a yeah, player. right. And I would touch the ball once and immediately get out of my hands fast. I can't like, yeah. pass it. like all right, I got my next touch. Next one's going up. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember we always talked about that. You know, you got to get, you know, your one little possession in. Yeah, hopefully it's on defense first. But yeah. if you're coming in straight on offense, you know, you hope you get one little touch and, you know, get rid of it get just to feel the hands. ball. You haven't felt a ball in a couple hours. Oh, so you're, my God. <laughs> so you kind of forget what it feels like. And then, so, you know, I mean, if you've got any sort of space on the next touch, it's going up for sure. It doesn't even really matter about no. space. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it might get tipped, but it's all right. It's got to go up. If it gets tipped, it looks a lot better. Like, hey, if it gets tipped and then you airball, it's like, yeah. okay. Like, I get, yeah. it got tipped, man. Yeah. Come on. I remember going in and hating, like, getting the ball the first time and hating being open. Being I know, like, but oh. you have to. You know you have to. You have to yeah. shoot it. You're like, I honestly couldn't tell you if I was from 50 feet away or from 5 feet away right now. Like, I shoot it. It goes up in the air, and I'm like, that, that could be short. That could be no, long. That's, I know. And, I mean, we're both pretty good shooters, but, you know, oh, yeah. when you take that one after sitting down for two hours, you're like, I honestly have no idea. Well, like, and in front of 16,000 yeah. people. It's not even yeah. the fact that I've been sitting down. It's a little bit of everything. It's a combination of all the factors, but you're in there and you're like, I don't really know. Like, it might feel good. It doesn't really. I don't, who knows? No idea. But, yeah. I mean, I remember shooting the one against Mizzou and being like, God, that's like five feet short. Yeah. <laughs> you see it go through the net and you're like, all right, well. Yeah. Muscle memory, I guess. Yeah. What like so? What's your like? My, I already told you my routine. Like, do you have that same one, or I should just like? Yeah, I kind of have a similar one this year, especially now that we don't have any other guards because it used to be both of us. Yeah. And now it's just me and Dylan out there, and so I mean, he doesn't really need to get a touch. He's gonna score to the paint, but I mean, <laughs> I, I gotta shoot it from a little farther out at least. So you know, I try to get in and 
get at least a little bit of rhythm in there and get the get a feel for the ball, you know. Yeah. But if there's a little bit of space, you know, I mean, it's got to go up. You know, it has to. It's got to go up. And everyone, I don't know if ever, I haven't been to a game yet, but they're probably putting your face on the watch to jank time now. <laughs> I go crazy. Yeah. This is call since I've been at work or like I coach a little basketball team. I'll be at the basketball practice, get home. It'll be like four minutes left. And I'll be like, we're up 25. Yeah. All right, I'm watching. I'm watching Dill and Jank. Yep. And Dill does a really good job of getting in the stat sheet. Not for good reasons. He gets a foul, foul every, every single time. game, <laughs> but he gets in it. Foul every time. But I mean, if that's how you got to get on, you got to do it. You know? Oh, I mean, absolutely. There was a couple games I put up nothing but a turnover. I still got <laughs> on the box score. That's all that matters. <laughs> that was like in high school when you're a little freshman. Yeah. You like check the paper the next day. And be like Chris Tehan, one minute, <laughs> one minute, zero for one, one turnover, one foul. foul. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know this especially too. When you get in, you haven't been in for. 39 minutes and you know they're coming to attack you on defense first possession they get a chance oh, to i mean they saw so. they saw me i had the mullet the mustache <laughs> ankle braces on pale as paper <laughs> you dude, already know what's happening the guy gets the ball his eyes literally get wide and you're like all right yeah at least when it was both of us there was a 50 50 shot now i'm getting targeted so oh, yeah targeted and i would always hate they'd be like they'd run the play and they would I would like you do the scouting report. Sometimes I leave the starters in. And yeah. Like, I think one year I was guarding. Um, I can't. Even, I. It was someone for Texas, and it was like a decent. I think it may have been Andrew Jones or something. They were like one with Andrew, and I'm like, <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I know what that means. They get the ball at the top of the key. Everybody goes flat, and I'm like, all right. I think. Uh, I can't. This. I don't think this was a Seton Hall game. It might have been the Texas Southern game. Uh, I think I got in with probably a couple minutes left, and I'm by the I'm by the bench, and they're like, "Run play 20," and I'm like, "There's no way you guys have a play 20." <laughs> I'm not that stupid. I know that's my number, <laughs> and so you know they dribble a handoff a couple times. I get the switch, and I'm like, "All right, here we go." Here we go. And Just so- look at his waist. Look at his waist. <laughs> and I'm like, "Here we go." And so, got the stop, and so like that's all that matters, but. You know, it's funny when you're in there and you're like, God, this is funny as hell, though. Yeah, like no one else can hear that. But you're literally literally sitting there and you just hear the bench say something and you're like, try not to pay attention to it. And you're like, all right, I know it's coming. Yep, here I go. I'm about to be put on an island. And I mean, obviously, like I didn't play at Kansas for a reason. And that reason was because of stuff like that. Exactly. And they were dead right. Exactly. I mean, if I saw myself on the court, I would have been like, all right, make that guy gone. Exactly. Do you guys have a weird combination of people coming in at the end of the game? So like you said me, me and you were in the last year, and then you had like Bobby and Joe. And, yeah. And so now, I mean, last Seton Hall, it was what you, Zach, Dylan, Zuby, and Ernest. Yeah. So we were, we were running the one out four in offense. What, who were and, you a point guard? And you know, I haven't played much point guard, especially not here. I mean, probably played. About 5% in high school, and, I mean, that was five years ago. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny because, I mean, I was looking at the scores table, and there's, like, three big guys about ready to check in. And so I was like, who's about to stay in with I'm me? About, yeah, I'm about to go out. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> I, so, I mean, there's probably a couple guards in there with me, and I'm like, okay, who's staying in with me, you know? And I look at Coach Selfie goes, yeah, you got four bigs, you're running the point. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, okay. Thanks. We'll, we'll see what happens with this one. You know, usually someone else is supposed to get the shot from me. And so I didn't get a shot up that game, but 
You oh, know, yeah. it was pretty funny. It was like, you know, yeah, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. That's, that's my favorite. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, here we go, I guess. And I'm sure they were loving it. Too. Oh, they like, loved that, it. They were all dying on the bench. Oh, that's one of those. Yeah. You come in the locker room after and KT like kind of like rips you for no reason. You're like, how'd yeah. you not come off the ball screen right there and find the lob on yeah. that side? I, like, I can't dribble yeah. basketball, KT. Come on now. No, it was pretty funny though. And Coach Self kind of did the same thing after the game. He's like... He's like, why can't you get a shot up on these guys? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I think you know the reason to that one. Yeah, that, that was something like I did a better job of it as, as I got older and like kind of understood that they were messing with me. Yeah. But like, yeah, my little, when I was a freshman, like you'd come out of the game and coach stuff be like, why didn't you shoot that? Why didn't you shot fake that one and go punch it on? Yeah. And I'm like, coach, like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I, something like that happened to me freshman year. Uh I remember I I didn't shoot one. It was I mean I was probably like five feet behind the line and I didn't shoot it. And we come back in the locker room. He's like, he's like, why don't you shoot the ball anymore? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I mean I was pretty deep. And then and then now I'm to the point where I'm like, it's probably honestly going up. But yeah. if not, you know, it's just like who cares? I know he's oh, messing with me. Yeah, that, you just you just look yeah. back at him and like <laughs> you just chirp him back kind yeah, of. And then he laughs yeah. and he's like, "Ha ha!" We'll like just have it. a joke out of yeah. it. Yeah, that's always better than like, "Oh my dude." Yeah, I would get, he'd come rip my ass a lot yeah. after a game. I'd be like, oh, "Yeah, I do." I know, especially as a freshman. You know, you just you're kind of trying to figure everything out. But yeah, first I remember that. Ga- yeah. first game in Allen too. You're just like, yeah, shaking your hand. Shaking, yeah, and then you get you get ripped after you get a locker for not shooting it. You're like. I don't even remember being out there. Like, like, I, <laughs> like I couldn't tell you what happened on any of the plays out there. I yeah. couldn't see. I couldn't feel my legs, honestly. Like, I didn't even know where I was. <laughs> no but, idea. Yeah. We called four game our motion offense and I ran L down. Like, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I forgot our offense, the whole offense. Oh, yeah. yeah it's pretty the, funny, though. The, those, the, those early games were rough, especially yeah. if they make it for, rough for you. But so, so let's talk. You obviously have weird lineups going into the games, but then in practice, you have a red team. Yeah. And this year, you guys play a lot of different guys. Like, there's a lot of different combinations. There's not really many red shirts. There's not any red shirts. No red shirts this year. And the guys that are usually, like, I mean, we could we could play 12, 13 guys. Yeah. And those last three or four are hurt. So, like, what do you guys run? Like, who's your scout team? Who's your red team? Yeah, so last year, you know, it was us two. Uh, I'm trying to even think now. Kyle Cam. Kyle Cam. Dill. Yeah. And Dylan. And Chucko. Yeah, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, we had some sort of combinations between that lineup. And then, so now, because we had two red shirts last year. Yeah. So now we have zero. Mm-hmm. So those two spots are gone. So now it's down to me and Dylan. Charlie's hurt. Wilder's hurt now this yep. year. And so we're running with three manager lineup right now. <laughs> and so it's honestly been pretty good for what you would expect. Yeah. You know, I mean, Pat can play a little bit. Oh, Pat can play. Yeah. And Pat's he's, fast. He's good. Yeah, he's good. And he can shoot it. So, you know, it's us and then Davis. And then the <laughs> Davis, who, I mean, he's eating a McChicken before Scout every day. So <laughs> I can't say anything about that. I mean, I was walking into practice, two, two hot and spicy McChickens, add cheese with a bang. And that's how I got through practice every day my senior year. At least you're not 230, though, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, I got up there. Yeah. <laughs> road to 210. Oh, I got it. Well, we, I mean, were, we were well past that Oh, yeah. One. We were on the road yeah. to 210, and I wasn't telling anybody. I was wearing it at, like, 215 every single day. Just like, oh, yeah. God. 
the red rocket diet was getting serious, you know, come I took, late February and March. I took ten I took ten years off my life last year, probably. <laughs> Easily. Between Easily. after after the national championship. Easily. And all the McChickens and bang interviews <laughs> I drank before <laughs> practice. Yeah, that and the C fours. The dry oh, scoop, the smelling salts. The smelling salts. Those were my favorite before the game. Yeah. I still, I still have that bottle. Probably not the most healthy habits, but, you know. Oh, no. I mean, there'd be games that, like, we would do it. Obviously, we all had, like, a routine. Like, we had the little smelly salts. You'd, I had, like, the little bottle of them, so you just open the bottle <coughs> and just, like, s- like, take a smell real quick. I mean, football players do it, but they always had, like, the little cracks. Yeah. And so we had those at one point too. We had those at one point, but the bottle were a <laughs> We've done bit everything. Yeah. We had the the fresh new bottle. The bottle was that was different. Different. We would yeah. before like so you go out, NBA shoot, and then you go out and do like the little like you go shoot again, come back to the locker room, talk, and then you go out for like the last what, like four or five minutes yeah. and shoot layup lines. Yeah. And so we'd do it before we went out, and you got a fresh bottle. Yeah. You'd hit that. I'd be crying. It's yeah. Like literally it's hard falling. to breathe for a second after that. Yeah, your nose is running, yeah. you're crying, coming out, running out. <laughs> I think last year or two years ago we did them. I jumped to like touch the little uh, little like top part of the tunnel yeah. and jumped straight into the bottom <laughs> of the tunnel split my head open on the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful for sure. Oh, yeah. They're dangerous. They're oh, dangerous. They were a good time. Yeah. And you forgot to mention the go-go juice, too. Oh, the go-go juice. We- <laughs> Those are stops in a bottle. Shout out Ramsey for that one. <laughs> Shout out Ramsey. The fruit punch go-go juice. Dude, I actually like looked forward to those every single game. Yeah, and then we started was, dry scooping them, and they just it it did it lost kind no, of the taste. It was just, I know, but you know, it's whatever you got to do to get ready. You know? Yeah, and those caffeine crashes after the game. <laughs> were yeah, God-awful. they were real. They were something serious. Oh, that's another thing. Like going into the end of the game after drinking like four hundred <laughs> milligrams of caffeine before the game. Yeah, and haven't had anything during. Oh, nothing. No, was, nothing. No, I would sneak. So I would sneak the PB and J's at halftime. Like two of them at half. You have to though. Just soak it up. I mean, I'd be sitting on the edge of the bench, like literally, like this. Shaking. Yeah, I haven't eaten in like five hours. You're oh, like, no. yeah, the caffeine's definitely running through the system. Oh yeah, I, I, there's actually like thinking back on it. There's one thing I kind of like miss a decent amount from Kansas, and you'll realize it more because you're a walk on and not really play as much. Yeah. But like those pregame hotel meals, if you hit a good one with the steak and the chicken oh my and the gosh. spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it got dangerous. All the travel meals and stuff. I mean, you know, it's all you can eat. So, I mean. All you can eat. And you're not going to work out that day. So, oh, no. <laughs> so you've got to actually watch what you're eating. At least it's somewhat decently healthy. But, I mean, I remember towards the end of the year, especially because we made the run. So, I mean, yeah. we're eating in the hotels all the time. All the time. Yeah. And, you know, we're getting fed three, four times a day. And so we're... It's like four times. Yeah. And so you're putting in a lot more than you're losing for yeah. sure. Well, and then you just go sit in a hotel yeah. and it's like you get that, you get like a snack at 10 o'clock at night. And it's... And like, it's always something good. Yeah, it's, it's always like something good. Burgers, mac and cheese, <laughs> chicken tenders, uh, just a whole thing of like cheese, like just like the melted queso cheese. Yeah. So some of the concoctions... It's, are, <laughs> Like their walk-ons and stuff would make. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, burger stuff with mac or with mac and cheese on top, covered in cheese sauce. <laughs> we definitely got creative with them. Oh, and then you had the ice cream yeah. bar after. <laughs> we definitely got creative I with them. I still think about that. Yeah. But talking back with the red team, like you said, you have three managers on the team. Yeah. How do those guys hold up? I know there's a couple times, like we talked about Davis. And uh, sorry, Davis, for telling the story, but... <laughs> 
the pregame last year at Baylor. <laughs> I don't even. Rem- I don't even think I saw what happened. I just remember after. Was that the one at the high school? Yes. Yeah, or whatever. It's so yeah. I remember after, and KT is giving him so much shit. It was so funny. He's, he's Dave, Dave lit him up on the screen. I think. Oh, lit like. Like you guard, so you guard all the offensive actions before games at the pregame. And so Davis was guarding and we ran, I can't remember what play it was. It may have been like down or something like that. Yeah. And Dave came up to set a screen, probably got there a little late. And the guy and Jay Will or Ochai came on the screen early. Dave hadn't set yet and just like took Davis out. <laughs> Lit him up. And the whole, like, the whole rest of the time, it's probably like 25 minutes left, Davis is just running around the court, like, arm dangling. I think he, like, separated something. Oh, no, separated his shoulder. He literally separated his shoulder and, like, wouldn't tell anybody. So he was just, like, running, like, playing defense the rest of the time like this. And KT, you know how he is. He's going to give him so much crap the whole time. He's like, why are you running like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Having a good it's old pretty time funny. with it. Yeah. And but, so he's back for a year or two on the scout team, though. So Yeah, I'm sure he's enjoying that. Yeah. And then, yeah, we've got our fifth spot's pretty much open. We'd, it's day-to-day of whoever's going to be in our <laughs> fifth spot. So I mean, I miss the days when you had, uh, during COVID, we had Case and uh, Bouchard out there playing. Yeah. I was hurt. I was part of the issue. So I yeah, had to, you were part Shard of was the one that took my spot. But and Case was, <laughs> was Hooking yeah, people. I know, which is crazy. I mean, he's what, 35, 6? I don't know. At the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably something like so, that. But yeah, but then that's He probably, loved it, and he loved it. And it's probably good for you that you have all, the, like, the managers and Dylan on the scout teams. I remember there would be days where, like, we would have, like, what you said, like, a makeshift scout team. They'd be yeah. like, all right, Chris, yeah. go ahead, shoot the ball 60 times And today. that's pretty much what it is every time now. Yeah. So I've got about... As green of a light as you can have right now. Oh, so yeah. fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. Yeah. Especially especially when you're having a hot night and you're you're out there and you're like hot you're night. Talking shit to all the guys. It's a lot of fun. And you're having so much fun with it. And then like you're also getting in trouble for doing it. Yeah. Like you're sitting there like there. I mean, I think there was one year. Coach made us come back for, for practice later in the night because the red team was going yeah. so crazy. And obviously the red team's like all hyped and all that stuff. They're like, wait. We had to come we back. We have to for come it. back too, though. <laughs> yeah, do the whole thing yeah. again. We don't get rewarded for this. We're no, punished. But also at the same time, it's worth it. You know, I oh, mean, yeah, hundred yeah, percent worth it. Hundred so, percent yeah. worth it. And I mean, you know, it helps. It helps the guys out too. So it's it's good. But there definitely are those times where you're like, I mean, we're on our third third hour of practice. Like, yeah. Do I want to miss this one just to? You know, but you're you're on fire. That yeah, day. <laughs> hard to miss on those days. No, yeah, I mean that that's your. I mean that's our Super Bowl. I remember going into practice some days and like hitting the first two and being like, yeah, oh, this is something yep. I'll tell Here my grandkids. Here about we go. Right <laughs> Here we go. Not much more to get excited about. No, <laughs> it is fun some days though. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I we did I did it for five years, and now you're kind of the, you're the head of the scout team. Yeah, and you're the one going out there every single day and getting those guys right. Just tell people like how how much does that play into like your everyday everyday thoughts, but also like you play a big role on the team. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah, you know, because it's kind of behind the scenes, and so like I mean, we got to go in and learn like all the other teams' plays a few days before the games, and so like we run those actions and we do like kind of whatever personnel that team has, we kind of have to you know kind of mimic that, and so yeah, like. 
right now I get to be whoever the best player is and gets to shoot the most shots. So it's a lot of yeah. fun. But like it really does get the whole team ready because I mean we run that we'll run that for you know up to forty five minutes some days if oh, yeah. if they can't guard it. So you know we'll I mean and we'll stay in there until we get it right. And so yeah, it's just it's one of those things where you know you kind of got to just embrace it and kind of do it but in the process it's a lot of fun also oh yeah it's a ton of fun and obviously like you have weeks where it's great where you'll play a team that shoots a thousand threes and then you guys didn't really have to scout tennessee for a while but yeah like, if you had to scout a team like tennessee they're making jank the four man the six seven four man yeah. being like all right he's super athletic <laughs> he, he plays great defense he dunks everything yeah <laughs> so some of those guys are hard to mimic especially with our lineup that we got on our team but oh yeah yeah but thankfully we only had about you know 20 hours to prepare for them so we didn't have to run through much of their stuff but yeah. you know sometimes the matchups are favorable in other ways oh yeah well, you were here when West Virginia had Culver and Oscar, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And so the Culver and Oscar, I mean, you have the two, like, pretty much the most dominant, physically dominant bigs in yeah. America. <laughs> and then they're having, like, me or Jank run. And the, yeah. <laughs> I'm Oscar Sheboy for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you don't get to shoot many shots, and then you're not having a fun week for sure. Oh, and then they're and you're yelling having at to you. Yeah, you're have to post up everybody the whole time and, you know. They're getting yeah. mad at you if you don't get an offensive rebound on Dave. You're not giving them the look. And it's like, yeah. okay, I caught the ball with my back to the basket. Yeah. And they're mad because you're not rebounding on Dave. Like, yeah. It's so, it's, it is one of those things where you got to hope you have somebody that kind of matches what you do so you can at least go out there and play. But yeah. And we play, we play a very, we play a very, uh, yeah, <laughs> a very white person style play right Absolutely. here. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, not much variety in our games, but yeah. Okay, so let's move away from the basketball court, but like nil. So nil came into came into fruition last year, and kind yep. of it was it was definitely in the learning stages. I remember. I mean, I made I made some money off of it. We had some exposures, some good things like that. I've heard it's gone to a whole new. I mean. Everyone heard it's gone to a whole new level. Yeah. So how much different is it? Is it really like what everyone says it is where it's just pretty much like a lot more opportunities open up? A lot of people are going to keep coming back for senior years and junior years when they're supposed to go to the NBA. A hundred percent. I think because, you know, like last year, I think it was such like there was a learning curve for sure. Yeah. And so like, you know, people were kind of unsure of what it really meant and, you know, like how to even really do it. And so I think KU took a big step this year. Like they hired some like NIL people and like advisors. Mm -hmm. And so like we have more staff and stuff. And, you know, I mean, like we have the six man or mass strategies. Mass strategies, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I mean, they've started to kind of, you know, take accountability and, you know, kind of push things forward in terms of that. And so we've had a lot of both individual and team things that we've done uh and so it's i mean it's been great this year yeah and i think a lot of people when they look at nil they think about getting these guys paid and it, it is it is partly about that there's no doubt but it also allows people to have like a bigger platform and to like i mean we have jay cole last year who runs a non-for-profit now i think that is going to be more and more common and you have guys like dewan harris and stuff like that who are probably raising money for their communities and doing special things you have you seen a lot of that this year or is it kind of I mean I feel like mass strategies I've seen a lot of stuff posted about stuff like that yeah for sure I mean 
Yeah, you mentioned J. Cole. Um, I think if he would have been here this year, it would have been pushed even more. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I kind of feel bad for him that, you know, it's just wrong timing for his thing. Yeah, he, he, he overstayed his welcome in college basketball. For sure. <laughs> he was here long enough, but, I mean, if he could have had one more extra year of eligibility, you know, eighth, eighth year, I think. he oh, would yeah. Yeah, I think he would have, I mean, I think he would have definitely reaped the benefits of that. Yeah. In terms of moving forward, but. No, it has been something where we worked at camp in the Bahamas, actually. So the night we mm-hmm. flew in, it was a couple of days before the game. And so, like, we literally went right to the gym and worked at camp with, like, local kids. And so it was just really cool to be able yeah. to kind of interact with those kids. And, I mean, it was it was a basketball thing. So yeah. kind of, you know, show them some stuff. But it was a lot of fun. And I think those opportunities are becoming more and more prevalent. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially with, I mean, I... I, I didn't honestly know that you guys did that in the Bahamas. And for those kids, that's probably something that they'll never forget ever. Yeah. And so that, that obviously, like, the money is part of it. But those things like that all also help with the experience a lot. Because that's something, I remember we worked a couple different camps like that, too. And yeah. those always, you always walk away from those feeling pretty good. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, you don't really get the opportunity to do that, like, unless you're part of a team like this. And so, I mean, there's probably not a bunch of teams that got to, go down there and work a camp. And so, yeah. and, you know, meeting and interacting with those kids, it was pretty special. Oh, yeah, for sure. So stepping completely away from basketball, no NIL, no basketball, no nothing. Kansas football this year. I know you've, I mean, you've been around, as we said, been around Kansas forever. You were here when they were, they were pretty decent too. Yeah, I did miss the Orange Bowl year. That yeah, was part of the national that. championship year. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I mean, as a kid, I remember going to the KU football games, too. And, you know, it was pretty cool. I mean, we're obviously good in basketball those few years that I was here. But I remember the football games were, you know, nothing like my first few years here. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. just, yeah. So, I mean, we had a lot of success on both of those fronts. And so, you know, having the ability in my senior year especially to – come back and have a special year for our football team has been awesome. Yeah, and the energy's back. And, I mean, like you said, like the, ener- the, the games before we went on that down decade, Yeah, uh, there was, it was so much fun. They were just as – I wouldn't say just as fun as the games in Allen Fieldhouse because Allen Fieldhouse is what it is. But those games were great, sold-out crowds, all that. I think the energy's being completely rebooted into the program. And I, that honestly helps the university in Kansas A ton, yeah, a ton. And so, I mean – like, I remember, because my first three years, you know, like, none of the students used to go to the games. And so yeah. it, was, it was really cool, you know, kind of going with, like, our whole team. And, like, a lot of my friends were going to the games. And so it was just such a good atmosphere and, you know, just bringing all the energy back into football. And, I, you know, football is kind of a stepping stone into basketball season. So it kind of gets, like, all the energy going for basketball season as well. And so we we're obviously very happy for the football team and excited for the bowl game coming up soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, obviously wanted Mizzou. Would have yeah. loved to see that. <laughs> yep. But Arkansas, we're playing an SEC school. Um, Arkansas is a very good team. And it'll be a good, I feel, a good showing for the University of Kansas in general. Absolutely. And it's going to help. It's going to help the university, for the students, for all the athletic programs, just to see us get more national recognition. Absolutely. And so... Hopefully we can go ahead and take care of Mizzou in, in the basketball world, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm seeing some stuff on social media about Missouri football not wanting to play us and whatever. So, you know, I mean, we're going to get the chance to play them at least. So yeah, we'll go ahead and try to handle that. But, yeah, it will be great um, just because, I mean, 
you know, my first three years being here, like we never were even close to having the opportunity. And so, you know. We really had an opportunity to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we, I mean, it's, it's been pretty cool and, you know, people are still excited about it. And so it's just, it's been a great thing. Yeah. All right. Well, Jank, appreciate you coming on. Thank you guys for joining this episode. Rock Chalk. Rock Chalk.